part two of our discussion with Angela Kelly next on Polygamy. What love is this? Welcome to part two of our discussion with Angela Kelly, who has recently become the new director of Sound Choices Coalition, which is a Utah nonprofit organization dedicated to raising awareness and working to end the damaging practices associated with the polygamous cultures, including children's rights, child abuse, trafficking, domestic violence, and polygamy. She was raised in the mainstream LDS church, which of course was the source of today's polygamy groups, even though they don't at this time practice it. So I would like to introduce again and welcome again our special guest, Angela Kelly. Thank you. And thank you again. We've got some interesting things to talk about this time. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we want to put your contact information on the screen there, uh, which shows um, the Sound Choices Coalition and your contact information, mm -hmm. where anybody who is interested can contact you. Anybody, yeah. Mm -hmm. They just want have questions or want to help. If you want to help, you want to help. help yeah, or? we're going to talk about some things during this uh, that, that people definitely can get involved in. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Good. Great. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, so let's, a few weeks ago, you asked me if I had yet exploited the idea that the early Mormons had been told by Brigham Young to forget everything that they knew about marriage mm -hmm. and just do the polygamy thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the Mormon way of marriage, which I have dealt with that topic several years uh, mm -hmm. uh, during the past 10 years that we've been doing this show. But actually, it was Joseph Smith who uh, first annulled all the marriages of, in early Mormonism and then uh, paved the way for people to go into the polygamy marriages and that way they didn't have to get divorced and so they could marry married people and all of this other nonsense that went on. But to get into this a little bit and exploit it just a little bit more, we have a quote from uh, Brigham Young's ex-polygamous wife, mm -hmm. Anna Eliza Young. So let's look at that okay. quote and then we can talk about a little okay. more. And if you have not read this book, you need to read it. Oh, it's a great it's book. It's incredible. I, it is. I had not read a book, because I do a lot of research, so when you're researching, you just like pick and choose all the best parts, right? Well, I hadn't read a book from cover to cover in years until this one. It's, it's really hard to put down. It's also online for free. Mm -hmm, it is. Joseph not only paid his addresses to the young and unmarried women, but he sought spiritual alliance with many married ladies who happened to strike his fancy. He taught them that all former marriages were null and void, and that they were at perfect liberty to make another choice of a husband. The marriage covenants were not binding because they were not ratified because they were ratified only by Gentile laws. These laws the Lord did not recognize. Consequently, all the women were free. Again, he would appeal to their religious sentiments and their strong desire to enter into the celestial kingdom. He used often to argue in this manner while endeavoring to convince some wavering or unwilling victim. Now, my dear sister, it is true that your husband is a good man, a very good man, but you and he are by no means kindred spirits, and he will never be able to save you in the celestial kingdom. It has been revealed by the Spirit that you ought to belong to me. So the, see, there, there's that coercion we were talking about in the first part, part mm -hmm. one of this, where they use God yep. and they use um, their desire to please God and get into heaven. In heaven. Mm -hmm. And then they coerce them into doing whatever they want. It's really the worst kind of coercion, it I is. think. I think to use religion, and especially knowingly, mm -hmm. 
knowingly use religion to coerce someone to do something that they would not do otherwise mm -hmm. is just it's wrong i agree with you and that's mm -hmm. what this polygamy that's what polygamy is today's about. mormon polygamy and he was very successful in doing it and of course uh they're doing it today if if the women in today's polygamy groups could understand this mm -hmm. and this is something that i think that you're going to be trying to accomplish in this yes. sound choices coalition is if they knew that it was not god's will to live polygamy that he never commanded it it's not a way into heaven they would run from it and if women refused to live polygamy it would end it would end mm -hmm. it would end now empowering women to do that is is definitely not easy, right? It's not exactly. easy. But you can't say, well, because it's hard, we're not going to try. Exactly. You know, and I think that's, you know, there are so many people that say, live and let live, let, you know, let them do what they want. The more you realize how oppressed these people are, how dare you say that? Right. How could you say that? How could you say, leave them? Let, let them live that way. They're oppressed. That's right. They, and, and they're oppressed so much so that they don't even know it. They don't even realize and it. they will never know it unless someone from the outside tells them. And as long as there's voices saying, oh, this is great, you know. Live and let live. Let them, if that's what they the choose to do, thing. let them do it. I think it's yeah. horrible. I, I, I said it children. In, I said it in one of my posts. I, I really feel like the organizations that are saying things like that, let's just go back to slavery in America and let's just start a nonprofit that says, let's just keep them slaves. And here's some things to help them be a little more comfortable. No, you, you wouldn't, exactly. you wouldn't even dream of that's treating so, people, so, treating human beings analogy. like that. You would say there's freedom here. Mm -hmm. There's real freedom. There's liberty out here. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and that is very, very true. It, 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 the polygamy, people do not realize what actually is going on inside polygamy groups because they're believing the propaganda that Sister Wives and mm -hmm. some of these other uh, polygamy groups have per, uh, perpetuated, perpetuated for years and years and years successfully. So successfully, successfully. that, like you said, the women are, are there right now if we can empower them. And that is something that we plan on doing. And somehow convince mm -hmm. them this is not what God ever Right. wanted you to do. Okay, we have a second quote from that mm -hmm. same book um, and what she said about these Gentile marriages being annulled. Some of these women have since said they did not know who was the father of their children. This is not to be wondered at, for after Joseph's declaration annulling all Gentile marriages, the greatest promiscuity was practiced, and indeed all sense of morality seemed to have been lost by a portion, at least, of the church. So we can see the we can see the way it went uh, when Joseph Smith annulled all the marriages. Anything goes. Oh yeah. Yeah, anything goes, and and so we we have exploited this. We have talked about it. There's a lot about it in these older books. In these older that books we, uh, that they can find out about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's go on to another topic. On January fifth, a Sound Choices Coalition made a statement that the Mormon Temple changes mm -hmm. is a boost to fundamentalist polygamy cults. Explain what you meant by that. How does it okay. boost them? Every single time there's a change in the mainstream church, you will boost membership in the other organizations because they take that and they are now able to say, see, they are drifting away from the original teachings. Mm -hmm. And so then you, you're catering to the exact kind of people that are going into fundamentalism. Mm -hmm. Every time you make a change. Every time you make a change. Because, uh, and I've always said, they're the real Mormons. 
the polygamy groups are really oh, they are. The, mm -hmm. they're, they're the orthodox they are the genuine mormons and no one wants to hear that mm -mm. No, no one wants to hear that i remember not wanting to hear that yeah and thinking no way that's not true but all you have to do is i mean read the 19th wife read these older stories read journal discourses mm -hmm. it's really plain oh, as yeah. day yeah. it's plain as day right. and and a lot of lds people want the original teachings of joseph smith mm -hmm. and the only way they can get it is to go to the polygamy group right exactly and that's what's so appealing right I mean, that's not why to it me not to me but that's what is appealing and mm -hmm. that's what's um it's very disturbing every time the mormon church makes a change knowing that when they do they're perpetuating more memberships in these groups. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other topic. Isn't I don't know. It? <laughs> yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole other show. <laughs> okay. So, what changes in the ceremony? We just did do briefly on this. Were were made that that um, is considered well? It's the endowment ritual mm -hmm. that that has boosted women's position in in the ceremony right from what i understand it has because uh i think they're no longer saying that, that the woman doesn't have to say i now covenant to obey my husband as my husband covenants with god i think that's something what like they that change, something like yeah, that I don't something know. like that and i think don't think they have to wear the veil or whatever but mm -hmm. at, at any rate that's that that are those are things that the polygamy groups still require right. in their specific ceremonies and that's a, another thing we need to make a wheel out of actually oh, that's that's, that's actually idea, on my list it? that's yeah. actually on my list to take that endowment mm -hmm. and plug it into that wheel as well i think it will wow it will show the same thing that's actually. a great idea i'm sure it will mm -hmm. yeah but that's a great idea just showing it so why is the AUB specifically appealing to LDS members? Do you know? I, had you yeah. Have? I mean, I think I know why. Um, well, for one, you're already going to get those people that want to follow the original teachings of Joseph Smith. Mm -hmm. But the AUB group of all of the groups is considered to be, like, the most, like, mainstream, right? Like, I didn't even know this until recently. They don't even have a word of wisdom. They don't have DNC Section 89. So you can smoke and drink coffee and drink alcohol. Some of the FLDS like, are that way too. Yeah, so some. Yeah, some, but the AUB definitely. Yeah. You know, so I would think that would be appealing. You know, mm -hmm. they're not wearing the prairie dresses. They're they're wearing normal clothes and they're out in society and. But they still have the temple ceremonies mm -hmm. and they they have. They the, have the Book of Mormon. The they Book have of Mormon and all their those meetings things. and all of that stuff. And so um, they they claim the Mormon Church is still an authorized version of God's church, but they've lost their priesthood because they gave up polygamy, so it's closest to. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, another topic that you brought up um, was insane asylums for mm -hmm. uh, polygamist women, and and I thought that was interesting. In fact, I think I'm going to do an, another show that deals deep, more deeply in this because we don't have time today. Mm -hmm. We wanted to get into some of the other stuff that you want to deal with. But there's a quote from Fanny Stenhouse. She wrote a book entitled Tell It All, mm -hmm. and she talked about the asylum. There was mm -hmm. actually an insane asylum specifically set apart when she was here, and this would be the late 1800s, 1885, and so on, um, that she, her husband had been shamed into polygamy. Mm -hmm. and Another incredible book, by the way. It is a very good book uh, by Brigham Young, and he was had no intention of living polygamy, but ended up 
doing so because he was persuaded uh, as well and coerced so, as well, right? Uh -huh. With his with his salvation, with with right? his salvation and economically threatened and so on and so forth. So we have this quote by Fanny Stenhouse, Fanny Stenhouse from Tell mm -hmm. It All. Had I been treated with the cruelty and neglect which has fallen to the lot of so many unfortunate women in Utah, I should probably have been in my grave today or in that asylum which has been provided by the church, situated on a lonely hill at a sufficient distance from the city so that the cries of the unhappy, ill-treated, insane women should not be heard. That makes you shudder. It's terrible. It's, it's totally terrible. And I've heard this is happening today as well. In fact, I still need to... Find him. I wish there were better search parameters within Gmail. I'm telling you, because I, I know have it's in. Done I know lot, it's in my yeah. email, but, but as far as being able to actually find that that one, I actually have the name of one. It's not an insane asylum because now they don't call them that. Now they would just call it like a girls' group home or institution. Like that. Mm -hmm. um, I do actually have the name of one in my email, but I haven't been able to find it because I've been mm. so busy with mm -hmm. all this other mm -hmm. stuff that we're going to talk mm -hmm. about. <laughs> well, I talked to some people from different polygamy groups and about this, and 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 I'm promising, of course, not to use names and all of that yeah. because they want to stay anonymous. Mm -hmm. One person said that their latest tactic is to take an unruly minor daughter. Um, to an institution who takes all their privileges away and they take away their shoes, they brainwash them into obedience, threaten them and, and uh, that they need to act right and then they can earn their privileges back. And the longer it takes, it, it's to the establishment's advantage because it's very expensive. Right. And so if it takes a long time, they don't care, you know, they can still do it. And this will kind of... Um, change this teenager's idea of either running away from the group or getting involved with a boy they don't want her to get involved with. And this is usually young teenage girls who are being targeted for a plural marriage. Mm -hmm. So that is happening there. One other person answered my request, and this one was from the Kingston group, said that they have used institutions for troubled teens multiple times. And that since the institution is involved in and, and motivated by money, the longer it takes, again, the same thing, the longer it takes, the, to, that's to the advantage of the program, the better it is for them. Yeah. Another one said she was involved and she wouldn't even tell me anything about it. She just said she knew for a fact that it was wow. involved. Um, so a troubled teen that they're referring to here is a young girl who is targeted for a plural marriage, usually to an older man or abusive man, and she wants out. Mm -hmm. A little rebellious, right? Quite rebellious. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I was. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to have any part of it, and I was very rebellious. But I waited till I was 18, then I ran, and they couldn't stop me at that point. Yeah. Had I been younger, I probably would have been in one of these things. It's just terrible. It's just, And it's interesting, because there's a lot of places like that in Utah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of places like that. I mean, people from all over the country send their children yeah. here. That's it makes you wonder. Some, read some things about mm -hmm. that, too. I know the Harmston group, uh, Amanti, they would issue their wives, their troubled wives, plural wives, antidepressants and put them in Never Never Land with right. mentally so that they couldn't complain or, you know, rebel too terribly much about the treatment that they were receiving. Just this morning, and then we're going to get to the legislative issue, and mm -hmm. this is kind of a segue into it. Mm -hmm. In today's paper this morning, South Dakota uh, has reportedly brought to the legislature a new law that will uh, that requires birth and death 
reporting because in Pringle, South Dakota, the FLDS has a community there, much like their compound was in Texas, and that all the 10 years or more that they have been there, they have never once reported a birth or a death. Wow. And so they're making it a requirement to report all the births and all the deaths that has been reported. That's going finally to their legislature. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Because wow. that's the first, the article said this is the first aggressive effort that they've made towards the FLDS up there, although they've got a lot of complaints. Mm -hmm. So that brings us into the legislation of what's going on in Utah. Oh. You know, we're getting, we're getting some points being made here toward polygamy groups. What's going on with the Utah legislation and some stuff that you're involved with? Well, so I'm assuming you, this is where we talk about House Bill 214. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, this is some incredible legislation. It's just, I, you see, I'm already getting excited. <laughs> I'm, I just, I kind of have like, a, it feels like Christmas inside, <laughs> just uh -huh. thinking about what it will do. What it will do. Um, basically, what it will do is it will allow people, anyone leaving polygamy, to access the um, Utah Office for Victims of Crime Reparations Fund. So, Which is already there. It's already there, right. it's already in place, so we're not asking for any money. Every state has a reparations fund that actually comes from federal dollars. Mm -hmm. So like when people are convicted of a crime, they're fined, and a portion of that fine goes into this fund for victims of crime. Mm -hmm. So currently, it, there's actually a list of crimes that, you, that would qualify you. And this bill, House Bill 214, has added um, I don't know the exact terms, but it's added bigamy so that those who are leaving, you don't need any other crime involved. You don't need domestic violence. You don't need child abuse. You don't need sexual assault. No other crime. You can leave your community and you can access those funds that are available to 7,000 other victims in Utah. Right. What's, so, what's, bigamy being a felony. Bigamy so being a felony. That's a huge part of it. And what's really cool is this fund, it covers things like emergency housing and counseling. And that's exactly what they need. Mm -hmm. Exactly, so, exactly. Mm -hmm. Too many women, especially, again, we're going to the women, uh, they will leave and, and they'll leave because the abuse is, is so horrible. Some of them leave because my daughter's getting old enough and I don't want her to go through what I went through. Right. And, and so they will, they will need to get out and they'll need to get out quickly before their husband finds out what their plans might be, but they have no place to go. Yeah, they have no money everything. to go there. Mm -hmm. They leave everything behind. How can they pay rent? They don't have a job. They're not educated. What are they going to do? Right, so that, that's why this is so beautiful. It's just really beautiful. And, I, and I, think it's, I think it's black and white. The people that leave these groups are leaving everything. And there's not a single, there, there's nothing that the state is doing to help them when they leave. Right. Yes, we have organizations like Holding Out Help that are doing phenomenal things for these women and providing shelter and temporary housing and stuff. But to be able to have people individually and organizations <clears throat> tap into this not because of any other crime. Right, is, right, right. It's great. Well, actually, it's a turnaround. It's actually almost 180 because uh, when they leave, and we've talked about this before, um, they are re-victimized. We talked about that mm -hmm. in Nicole's interview, too, because they can leave be because of domestic violence or whatever, but the, the polygamy group and the husband has the power. Mm -hmm. They have the, the resources, and so they can set these women up to, oh, to they, fail. And they know and it. And then use it against them and twist it in court. 
And part of that fund, too, does go to legal fees. Which is they so can, they will cover desperately needed. So, you know, the ins and outs of it are, are not all figured out. But um, the, the basics of it, it's really only changing one line in there. It's not mm -hmm. asking for funding. We're not asking to prosecute polygamists. We're saying right. help those who are leaving. Right, right. They, they, they right. need our help. Do you have, or are uh, any of your future goals, um, to maybe find a way to provide better legal help for the women who leave? That's one of the biggest problems I've come across. In it's going to be a huge problem, and, it, and it's frankly a huge problem in just domestic violence as well. Yeah. Um, it's that's a huge, huge issue. We have to. Uh, the thing with law is it's baby steps, and they're really baby steps, and it's difficult that it's baby steps. But, but these groups are very powerful. Mm -hmm. These groups have. They are. I mean, almost endless money. That's right. Um, but like we talked about before, you know, one of the most important things we can do as Sound Choices Coalition and as community members is empower these women. Mm -hmm. um, we can. We can. We can talk all day and all night, enforce the law, enforce the law, enforce the law. We have lots of laws on the books that people right. break every day. Right. There's child abuse. There's all these other things, right? But until you power, empower a victim who's being victimized... And let them know that that victimization they, is not normal. Right, that it's not okay. I mean, it, we live in the world, and we live in an, in an imperfect world. And there's a lot of people, and there's not enough law enforcement, and there's there's a lot of things that go into stuff like that. So, do you see in in this legislation? Do you see anyone coming up against any of the legislators, or maybe even the the local LDS influence? Do you see them coming up against this or influencing it negatively? What I what I think at face value. I mean, if you look at this face value, anyone that votes against this bill is not nice. <laughs> They are not nice. We are asking you to help the women and children, boys and men, who are leaving. We're asking you to open just up to be funds. more inclusive. Just be in more this, inclusive in this, the law. That's just be more inclusive. There. And in fact, last year's theme for the National Victims Crime was something like include all victims. I forget what the slogan was, but I'm going to be using it in some of my posts. Mm -hmm. But that's what they talked about. Was you know, do we really want to? Especially when you're talking about those in polygamy who are leaving everything. They're leaving everything. They don't have a, a mother-in-law out here or a long-lost aunt or what, you know. Right. So, so for those that, that would go against it, I just think they're mean. Um, will there be opposition? Of course. Of course There's like opposition the and everything. That you believe the pro-polygamists will come up against it. I think they will, but I think it will be, it will be laughable because the pro-polygamous groups do currently access these funds. These funds, they access under other like terms, right? They, they, they'll say, well, we need these funds for the domestic violence that's happening within polygamy. They're still accessing hundreds of thousands of dollars from that same fund. Hmm. So for them to come up against this would be laughable. It'd be laughable. Well, stranger things have But they're not going to like it. They definitely yeah. won't like it. And yeah. I think the leaders definitely won't like it because it's empowering these women who are leaving. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have any plans or suggestions on how to get the information to these women? 
that you can talk about. I know you've got plans yeah. that you're not ready to talk about yet. but Yeah, I probably don't want to mention that just yet. We, we're still brainstorming. We do have some really good mm -hmm. ideas, and we have some things that have been used in other areas. For mm -hmm. example, for reaching human trafficking victim, victims. Yeah. Things that have been successful in, in that. But we're, you know, we realize this is an extremely sensitive topic for everyone involved, right. even for me right. as, as someone who never lived it. Well, you know, you say that when the, when the polygamists leave, they leave everything. Not only do they leave everything, their family, their clothing, their homes, their reputation, all of it, they also believe they're leaving God right. and each, any chance of eternal life. That is another that is never addressed except for this ministry that we're involved in, that I'm aware of anyway, mm -hmm. I should say. Right. Um, that's not directly addressed in within the ministry, um, that they actually, some of them will not leave because they're afraid of losing their salvation. Oh, definitely. And that's what I was saying. That's what's so cruel about this patriarchal polygamy that Joseph Smith invented to take salvation and your family, your children, like... Mm -hmm. It's just evil. It is evil. It is evil. And I lived through it. When I left, when I ran away, I knew I had run away from any chance of ever going to heaven. I knew that. Yeah. Well, Sorry, actually, I did cry, guys. Yeah. Uh, ah, hey, that. Zoom out on the camera, okay? It's, no. It, 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 it's true. It's it is a heartbreak. It it's, is. It's just evil. It's it's the worst kind. It's the and and that's why back before Utah was a state, when they talked about polygamy and slavery, that's why they linked them together. This patriarchal polygamy that's here in Utah that stemmed here, you know, started with Joseph Smith. Mm -hmm. It is akin to slavery in every way. It is. It is. It is harmful in every way. Well, and it goes back to the the liberty yeah. that you explained. You know, they they live in a free country. They don't know they're not free. They don't know that they are oppressed. There's no way I would have known I was oppressed yeah. until I got out. Someone says you don't know you're brainwashed mm -hmm. when you're brainwashed. Right. And until you get out, and then you have to get relearn some things. So you know, I know we're almost out of time, but. But like we've said just here the last few minutes, we, we really will be focusing on reaching these people. Mm -hmm. So for those that are listening that want to help, there are, there are going to be lots of ways that you can help. And we're going to need lots of people mm -hmm. who, who are doing it for the right reasons. For the right if, reasons. If you're not doing it for the right reasons, don't message me. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want to work with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to do it for the right reasons. You have to have a heart and you have to really love this cause and love these people uh, and be willing to, to but you have to stand up for what's right you have to stand up for what's right and for what's true you know mm -hmm. and it's wrong it's wrong what utah has allowed to happen what they've allowed to happen that's true some people say well they ought to be ashamed mm -hmm. you know and i think you've said that too but you know what i don't think they've got that shame i don't think they get it I don't, I oh don't no think, they I don't, don't think they get it well we are out of time it went by so fast. We'll have to come you. back. Yes, you, <laughs> so. you've got an open invitation. Anytime right. something new comes up, or we want to talk about, it, or even if we want to get in detail on that wheel, you know, mm -hmm. let's do it. I would love to do it, and I'm sure our viewers would love to have more of your insight All into right. this. Thank you All so right. much. Thank you so much. 
You know, we do thank Angela Kelly for her efforts to bring her own special expertise into the conversation of Mormon polygamy. There's a proverb uh, that tells us to speak out for those who cannot speak for themselves. And many Christians apply that to the issue of abortion. But we can also apply it to victims who are caught up in Mormon polygamy through no fault of their own. They were born in it, they were raised in it, thoroughly brainwashed in it, and too many of them die believing that living polygamy purchased their own personal ticket into heaven. But all they need to do is to take up the Bible and read the story of Jesus. He is the only Savior, and only Jesus Christ can save a sinner. Polygamy was never taught by the Savior on how to be saved. And we do pray that this message will reach all those who have ears to hear. Thank you for watching. This has been the audio podcast of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. Polygamy, What Love Is This? is produced by A Shield and Refuge Ministry. More information on this program, including the video version of it, can be found at whatloveisthis.tv. If you have any questions or need help getting free from Mormon fundamentalism, write us at contact at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 1-800-877-425-9993.